the master. Proudly brought to you by Peter's Genetics. Every drip means quite a bit when it's from Peter's Genetics. This interview brought to you by AgriCentre South. Branches in Lawnville, Gore, Cromwell, Milton and Ranfilly. Drop by your local AgriCentre South branch today. Girls, they are so pretty. This is Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Muster on Hokanui. James Edgar, based out of Mar Flat. Good afternoon. You'll enjoy that song. Yeah, no, love it. I make sure I play that to Emily, you know, most nights. So. <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks. We're not going to go yeah, there, mate. Cool. Hey, um, how's everything going anyway? No, very good. Yeah, no, you can't complain with weather like this year. It certainly brings you a good attitude to the floor and and gives yeah gives everything a good chance. I just sort of was thinking about it there. You know, it's well certainly up here we sort of had. This is probably the first time we've got a ahead of the eight ball for yeah, I don't know how long. Um, you know, just that uh, last spring was really cold and we never got growing, and then we had the big drought and you know the winter we only ever caught up and then yeah so we're now ahead of feed covers. We're down a bit on stock, but yeah no it's it's going along really well. Lambie's going through pretty good? Yep, no, we've had a, well, you can never make up for a poor scanning, but it's going really well. We've had very few dead lambs. We haven't had um, too many ewe deaths. Yeah, and they, yeah, I haven't even, we put the singles on the hill country and there's very few even, you know, with dead lambs. So oh, nice. it's looking like it's going to be the best that it could have been. Uh, we catch you on the track today as well. So how's that all going? You're getting not too wet underfoot, obviously. No, we're making dust today. It's um, yeah, certainly, certainly dry. But I'd, we're just trying to well keep ahead, you know. So um, we're just working down on a different country. We will get the leafy turnip in next week, and the grass will still wait in probably another three weeks before we put that in. But yeah, it was sort of interesting. We were talking before, but um, just how um, you can't regulate how you do everything. So we've got quite a diverse farm up here, and so if we start on the flats, our flats we. Um, um, plough them and then we uh, rotate them and then we'll um, yeah so from there basically and then so our middle ground that's uh, heavier and sort of rolling I'd call it and some of it's flat we um, come in a disc and then we level twice and then we've just gone to some of our steeper um, ground we've got quite a bit that's pretty light in the soil and um, on rock so we probably won't ever work that again we'll just keep direct drilling into that so yeah, yeah it's quite interesting when you start thinking about you know, just how to hold your soil, and that's all come about in the last sort of five years, and the water care groups and all those people do an excellent job. But yeah, I was sort of thinking to myself, you know, that's why it's really hard to regulate because every farm is different, every soil type is different, you know, and every machine's different, every farm is different. So yeah, no, it's just interesting. Yeah, when you do it on the tractor, you ponder a lot of thoughts, don't you? Sometimes you can overthink the situation if you're not careful, but um, it definitely gives you a good chance to reflect on what's happening on farm in light of current regulations. Yeah, and as I say, it's sort of um, also about at the end of the day, we don't want to lose our topsoil. It's got our fertiliser in, and with the you know certainly with the current prices, and you know that's how we make our money. So yeah, to spend two minutes thinking about things slightly differently to make sure that you know you can you know still be farming in 50, 100 years is, yeah, certainly a time well spent. 
Yeah, Izzy Cook, it's a name that you think about uh, last week. She put herself up in lights, getting into the media. Um, she got taken down in an interview quite spectacularly, but everyone's saying, give her a break, she's a school kid, where my thought is, no, she's in the big kid's sandpit now. She chose to put herself in the public domain. She hears the full story. Yep. It's a bit like the uh, boats from the ancient Greek times. You sort of have the, the climate warriors on the top deck and, and below the ships that you don't see paddling away are the slaves or in this case the, the poor old farmers that are actually on the ground actually trying to do something for the climate and for the world. So, yeah, it's very easy to be a climate warrior standing on the shoulders of everyone else, if you ask me. But they need to see the full narrative, and the fact is the national media is only pushing one agenda at the moment. Um, the rural people don't really come into it when they're pushing their climate. I mean, they've got climate change reporter and everything in dramatic letters on one of the major news channels. Like, well, OK, you've done your side of it. How about you see the other side of the coin? Because they're just having an agenda-driven narrative through the media at the moment, through the print, through the national press. And farmers just don't get a chance to put their thinking across. No, well, we're, we're very easy to um, kick or, or bully, I suppose, because at the end of the day, you know, we we are on farm, we are away from the cities, we are away from the from the headlines, and, and, and we do live, a, you know, a very privileged sort of existence as well, because you know, especially on a day like this at lambing time. Mm. But you know, it's still the reality is it's actually us that can fix, fix it, and, and most farmers are. Like, for example, we were just looking at another three tree blocks to um, put in on the farm up here. And, yeah, it's the right tree in the right place, like we're trying to do. So basically we've got a couple of south faces that have got no native scrub on it, and to be fair, they don't grow a hell of a lot. So, you know, we'll put in our trees and keep doing our bit for the climate. But what is what has Izzy been doing for the climate? You know, she could come down here and help us plant a few trees, or, you know, instead of flying around the world holier than thou going to Fiji and coming back and then telling everyone else... They can't do it, you know, yeah. just smacks of, of real arrogance. And as I say, it does start from the top. And I'll put our Prime Minister in that boat right at the moment too. I think she is very condescending towards farming. And she just thinks she knows better than everyone else. And, you know, how many days has she ever spent on a farm, you know? She should come down here for a month, especially the next month when we're quite busy. And we'll see how she handles it, really. I think David Parker would have more use down on the farm to see what's going on more than Jacinda Ardern at the moment, to be fair, though, because he's the one pushing the narrative for all these winter grazing changes. Yeah, I don't think he's particularly welcome down here. Yeah, but it would be good to think, though, nonetheless, though, wouldn't it, James, that a guy like that actually came down here, spent a couple of days down in the south, understood what was going on, rather than pushing things of a ballpoint pen in Wellington. Yep, no, you're definitely right. And it's, it's, it's the same as um, what we were talking about before in terms of the different land and what you sow it. You know, it's just different things. So every, and every single season is different. So yeah. you can do your best and have plan A, B and C. But at the end of the day, when the weather's not playing ball, and they weren't very helpful as well, you know, in terms of, you know, the the space from the freezing, we were backed into a corner. So, yeah. Yeah, so that... Farmers did a really good job. You see, there's been no complaints about any of the winter grazing this year, which is a real credit to you know all the farmers and you know massive effort. Yeah, too right. You know, just that's just a massive effort that there's not even one low lying fruit that has got in trouble this winter. I mean, you know, good on to all the farmers out there. Big shout out. Yeah, I agree, and we'll leave you on that note. Well said, James Egger at Marflat. Enjoy the sunshine. A wee bit of crap coming next couple of days, but then I think it settles down. But um, you sound like you're on top of things, and you, you enjoy the week. 
Oh, I will. Thank you for that. James Eaker, based at Moa Flat. Always good to get his thoughts every couple of weeks here on the programme. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, up next, Sam Ruddenclaw from Rural Business Solutions.